Hey, what's up? And welcome to another episode of Sneak Up, proudly brought to you by Platypus Shoes. It's a pedestrian's podcast dedicated to all things music, art, dance, and all-around culture. My name is Jack, and if you're new to the show, it's all about having chats with interesting people that we think are doing some pretty great things. And on that note, what better time to introduce him than all day? I guess I'll leave. Yeah. I and mean, we can get an interesting person. Yeah, right, right. Replace. <laughs> having just announced his next album, Starry Night Over the Phone, and with a tour off the back of Splendor coming up real soon, what better time to chat? Thanks so much for coming on, man. Thank you for having me. It's all good, dude. So, uh, last I heard, you're living in LA. Yes. Are you still there? Right now, I'm in Sydney. True. Am I going to be cheeky the whole interview? We'll see. I hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I do live there. That's where my stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I? I've I'm, I'm been living out of a bag. I've been in Australia for a month or so. Mm-hmm. So, I've got three t-shirts that I'm rotating. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's I like. But I mean, I'm from Australia, so I don't mind it. Mm. Why did you decide to move to LA in the first place? Uh, to chase the celebrity American dream. Right. Okay. How is that going? <laughs> pretty, pretty poorly. No, it's <laughs> going. It's going all right. Um, I had a visa, and I just want the music to do better out there. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You thought like you'd sort of reached the point that you wanted to be at in Australia and to kick somewhere else. Yeah, just on a personal level, maybe. Just grow and see what else could happen to me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and it's been fun. I made a lot of friends and sunny all the time. So. Cool. Yeah. And LA is quite a big hub for stand-up. I've heard that you used to do a lot of stand-up. When I was very young, I tried to stand-up. Yeah? People have been asking me about that a lot recently. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. So, I haven't done it in, like, many years. But I la- I go I go see it. Mm-hmm. Um. At the, com- what is it, comedy store? Yeah. And it's crazy because you see, you know, five people off the telly in a row or whatever. You, know, you see, like, Bill Burr and then, you know, whoever else. Cool. <laughs> in a row, like, come up. You're like, wow, it's, it's amazing. It hasn't inspired you to try to do it again? And that, those days were over. <laughs> you still seem like a funny guy. Thanks. So, recently, you did your Like A Version with the Veronica's and Japanese Wallpaper. Yes. It was and- incredible. And Simon Lamb of Chloe. True. I'm actually going to be asking you about him. So I shouldn't later. cut in with that information. No, that's good. We'll but did you know he was Simon. there? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, well, the they did. They kept everyone dark, didn't they? Yeah, it's a bit moody. Yeah. Um, but just on the Veronicas, how did you get involved with them? How was that a thing? Um, just in the in the most organic way, we we played a festival and then we were at an airport and they came up and said, "Hey," and um, we just started chatting and. That was it. We became buds. Cool. So, yeah, we, we like, have been hanging out for, like, a couple of years. Mm. Just, like, whenever we're in the same place, we'll just meet up and have a chat. And then, so, making the song was really natural and that kind of thing. So, yeah, they're, they're really sweet. Cool. You've just announced your next album, Starry Night Over the Phone, as I said before. What are you trying to say with this album that you haven't said already? No. <laughs> that I haven't said already? I'm saying the same things I've always said. Um, so, that's... Yeah, I haven't said anything new. Okay. So, you're just putting it out because you love putting out music or you feel like you want to say things differently? I mean, I think I'm always trying to write the same song over and over again. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. For the most part. I don't like writing to topics um, necessarily. I like, You know, I'm not writing like... The, the what's the um you know thrift shop or whatever yeah yeah i'm <laughs> glad you're not writing thrift shop if i'm honest um but so yeah i mean i'm not really saying anything new but i would like to i've been thinking i'd like to write a happy album 
one day. So it's just like a feeling that you want to replicate for all your music? Feeling or, you know, just a, uh, like an image or like, it's a bit, or a mood. Mm. A fi- yeah, a fi- feeling. And a lot of the songs are in that same feeling. But listening to the album, it's a bit depressing. Sometimes, but I find depressing mu- music very uh, soothing. I listen to a lot of depressing music, and it doesn't make me depressed. It mm. makes it's, it's soothing. What's the like? If I could ask you for one image from the entire album, what would the image be? Um, it's so it's like bo- desolate boredom in suburbia. Cool. Okay, I got that from the um, the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> one image, if I could put it down to one image, I'd say the front cover. Probably the cover of the <laughs> album, yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, are there any particularly exciting features that we can expect on it? Uh, Lonely Spec. Mm-hmm. From Adelaide. From Adelaide. Yep. Superstar. Um, very talented singer-producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Lamb, mm-hmm. like, ex- executive producer. Uh, Weathan made a beat on there. He's an American dude. Um... With those um, with those features from Australian artists like Simon, Lonely Spec, mm-hmm. is that something that you've tried to do because you're Australian or it's just sort of happened that way? You haven't reached out to a lot of American artists to try and get them on board or it just happened naturally? I think it did just happen naturally, but also I was... Being in America made me more conscious of how much I'm Australian and it made right. me miss Australia and then I was writing songs about Australia. It all made more sense. Um, especially the song I made with Lonely Spec was about Adelaide and he... Uh, they're from Adelaide mm. and um, yeah so that was like perfect to write it with someone from Adelaide yeah fair enough yeah. that it's a sort of feeling of nostalgia that I get from your music a lot as well yeah thank you I mean that's what it's it's all I guess that's what it is it's all living in like an imaginary past mm. or like somewhat true past mm. with the recording process for the new album I mean you're working with a lot of Australians as we just said can you tell me a bit about the recording process? Did you record it in the States? Yeah, I recorded every song in the States, I think. Um, maybe Restless, I did the vocals in Australia. But every other song I did in the States. And so I had to find... It took a while. The album took longer than I wanted it to because it took me a while to find the right people. And one of the people... like I, want, I was worried about leaving my engineer, who I've always worked with in Australia. And then... Moving to LA, I found a guy called Mario, who's a super good engineer, and we did the whole album together. And I drove him really nuts. Yeah. By the end of the album, he was so grumpy with me because I'm really slow recording, and I record things again and again. Sometimes we spend four days or five days making, trying to make a song, and then I just say, "No, nah, I don't like that song anymore." Mm. And then <laughs> he he was getting so grumpy towards the end, and at the end he was like kind of soaking and was going oh next time we have to do it all in like a couple of weeks or something like trying to tell <laughs> him but it's good now I've given him a bit of a break but um he was great and then we were trying other people to mix the album and then he kept saying I would I think I could do a really good job mixing it's like and and so we'd have other people mix it and then he'd do a mix as well and his mixes were always better so he ended up mixing most of the record which was I, I think super cool because he was involved the whole time and mm. um so yeah, now I've got sort of a go-to guy in LA, which makes me feel 
always excited to go back and get you know get busy making music that's good it's like as opposed to when you first went I imagine it felt a bit intimidating like finding your feet totally and you know there is an element of going especially if you don't know who you're gonna if it's two people in a room especially because what I do I just cut vocals um that you know I have sessions on beats and then often I'm cutting vocals in just a vocal session mm. um so setting with someone who you're not familiar with and doing performing your song it's not really it's really hard to get to a level of being familiar enough or comfortable enough for someone to really do the best job you can. Mm. So that does take a while. Harking back to what you just said then about you recording songs, they would take like five days at a time and then you might ditch it. Yeah. You sort of have a decent amount of time between records. Yeah. Is that purposeful or is that just how long it takes you? Well, for moving country, I think that just held me up a bit. Um, I don't know exactly know why, but maybe it was like trying different engineers and trying different things and... The first, between the first and the second album, it was because I was dancing to techno. <laughs> As Melvin does. As Melvin will get, Melvin will get you. You gotta be careful. <laughs> and, um, so that's why there was a first gap. And then the second gap was just moving country. So I feel like now I'm in, now I'm in a space to hopefully keep it rolling. Yeah, cool. Yeah. In that whole moving process, did you know a lot of people that lived in LA when you got there? I only knew one person. Oh, cool. But, okay. Yeah. And then, who was that? My friend Alex, um, from who I grew up playing basketball with in Adelaide. So shout out Alex. Nice. And he was like, I didn't. We had kind of lost touch a bit. He was like, Yo, you know Olivia? I was like, Sick. And then <laughs> so now, yeah, that's that was really, that was great that he's there. Like one one good friend from that knows Australia and knows like you know. Mm. I guess I kind of automatically assumed when you moved that you would have just like picked everything up with like all these musician friends but mm. i guess you just have like a regular group of friends over there yeah i mean i a lot of my friends are musicians but it's nice to have people who do other stuff to keep you grounded mm, yeah or you know just so you know what real life is like yeah yeah yeah. musicians are just children you know <laughs> do you say that from personal experience um uh, re and i were speaking about it before that my like that you know, musicians get driven around and have people pay for their food and get them, have other people book their flights for them. <laughs> it's like, you're just living in this eternal childhood. And and then every weekend you're at like a festival or whatever. It's like, mm. you no know, wonder these musicians are just like, you know, egomaniacs, you know, it's not good for your brain. No. You started making music at a relatively young age. Um, how do you think your music, your lyrics, your sound, everything is different now to what it was then? Hopefully, I don't know. When I listen to the old stuff, I'm like, oh, so it was actually some of it's alright. But I mean, I think when I started to to choose from my, well, I didn't know. I didn't come from like a, I didn't grow up with a musical theory training or anything. It was just like a rap, like a rapper, like I could do verses. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I was like, now make an EP or whatever. I was like, okay, mm. you know. And the naivety actually can, can be good in music, you know, but. You don't overthink it. That's why people can come out, you know, and be 17 or 16 and come out with some amazing music because yeah. they're, they're just not overthinking it. Mm. Um, but for me, I think it went from... When I realised, oh, you know what, I've, I, I think these days I just give a shit about... Maybe too much of a shit. I mean, you get back to not overthinking it, you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I, it's just been a growing learning process. I feel like after all this time, now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm starting to be confident in and being able to what I can make. And I, f and I feel like 
the next few years will be my years. We'll be back to our interview with Alde in just a moment, but for now, is a word from our sponsor. Wouldn't you want to hear from Kanye right before he released the college dropout? You know, right before he was Kanye? Well, that's what Sneak Up, a Platypus Shoes podcast, is all about. Conversations with talented people blazing the trail. You said on Twitter recently that the video for Lung... Oops. Keep doing no, that's all good. It's, it's animated. I like it being animated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said on Twitter recently that the video for Lungs looks like the inside of your brain. How much creative input did you have in the making of the video? Um... I mean, I suppose a lot, but I don't, I never get videos right because I'm always letting someone else do it or I'm making myself do it or I'm giving myself too much responsibility. (laughs) Um, So that's been something I want to get right. And Lungs is one of those, is probably one of the first videos where I'm like, well, this is at least captures the mood of the song, you know, Um, which is all I want to do. Just capture the mood of the song and don't. So maybe I'll focus on that going forward. Yeah, right. Um, Videos are hard, man. How do you usually, like, get someone around the concept for a video? Um, it's, uh, sometimes I've just let directors take it in their direction. And that's what I always end up regretting. <laughs> and then other times, early days, like, I would try to direct it myself. Like, I would, I did, you always know the DJ, like, I did everything, you know, but I didn't know right. enough about film, you know, so it was very, but at least it was the colours that I wanted. And yeah. Did, you know. Um. So yeah, I'm. Tr- that's something else I gotta get better at. Can I drink this? Thing? Yeah, you could drink that whenever you want. <laughs> it's hard to do it at the same time as well at the side of your mouth. Oh, uh, okay. Um, your lyrics to LAV are rather political. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like having a read through them the other day, just sort of like trying to, you know, think about the progression. Do you think that you ever want to use music as a means of protest? Because there was a lot of lines in there that felt like protest. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a hard one because it has to feel right. And it doesn't always feel right for me. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm, I, I'm interested in a sort of nostalgic filmscape thing. Mm. And, and that's what I've been focusing on so much is like trying to be able to capture an idea and put people there. And I'm just, I'm not, like, that's hard enough to do. Yeah. And then it's like, so, yeah, I guess it doesn't, it might happen and it might not, I don't know. Like, there's almost too much fucked up in the world to even start talking about it. Like, if you're going to start talking about fucked up things, like, where does it end? Yeah, maybe better to concentrate on something else. Yeah, and just like an escape. I think that's what, that, and I don't listen to much protest music, I don't think. I just, I think I use music to like, for another purpose. Mm. But I like that people make it it's important yeah just maybe not for you yeah I don't know if it feels natural it does mm. what do you think of the Australian hip hop scene at the moment is there anyone that you're really liking well I think it's very good <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of I like a lot of Sydney stuff um, one, they're called one four no triple one then there's the Melbourne guys I think they're called Melbourne guys are called one four I get confused. There's, there's a lot of numerical names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kid and Kid Leroy and uh, I don't know. Sid, Sid, the Sydney stuff is really good right now. Mm. And all the sort of Vlad rap. Um, all that uh, Australian grime. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the good stuff at the moment. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. So that's 
there's a, there's so much new good Australian rap, and when I started, there really wasn't. Mm, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. It's a bit more classic. Yeah, I mean there was. It's just I I just I'm always critic. I don't know why I feel the need to like criticize Australian rap all the time because it's there's so much good old Australian rap too. You know, when I was a kid, I fucked with Delta from Adelaide. Yep. Who was like making really good boom bap soul like amazing stuff and that was the thing that sort of one of the things that made me think I can rap in an Australian accent mm. yeah would you ever collaborate with any of those artists yeah and Delta actually I've been meaning to get a beat of him and and you know what one of the other artists I used to like this would be only for the real old school Australian hip hop heads but um, Terra Firma do you, know, do you know who they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were all from my area, and um, I used to deliver pizzas to Simplex from Terra Firma <laughs> when I delivered pizzas, and uh, he like all the time. And eventually, I was like, "Hey, Simplex, like, you know, fuck with your music." <laughs> when I was like eighteen, or something. and um, so we knew each other just from that. Yeah. And uh, then eventually, I asked him for I uh, asked him for some beats, or whatever, and then that became like one of my early songs, like Claude Monet, like back in the day. And so I did collaborate with one of those like, old school legends. That's cool. That's really cool. I imagine that like, you know, you've made it when your pizza boy is like, yo, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, just don't harass me right just now, dude. I'm trying to eat my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. Yeah. You've just announced a tour to support the release of the album. Yeah. Have you got anything particularly special planned for the performances or is that sort of kept under lock? Uh, that well, this time we're bringing, we're trying to change it up and bringing like different staging and different... Um, like a band, like more more singers, more musical instruments. Because I mean, in the past, I've done it more like a hip hop show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the new thing, and um, just trying to step it up, step everything up at once. Hopefully, yeah, cool. So yeah, that's what we're working on now. That's why I'm kind of in Australia, just figuring all that out, just prepping. Mm-hmm. Is there any one of the shows in particular that you're looking forward to the most? Any city that you really like playing at? Mm-hmm. Well, I love playing in Adelaide, where I'm from. Mm. But then there's always one of my uncles standing there, you know, coming just to, like, give me the face like he's not impressed. Oh, really? Yeah, just to be like, oh, okay, like, give me an eyebrow or something. I'm like, fuck, really? Fuck off, man. That's an expensive <laughs> eyebrow. You shouldn't... Oh, well, obviously you put your uncle on the list, but then he gives me fucking... You know, that's 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 what happens, you know? I saw you recently cancelled your nana for... For being what, a climate change denier. Yeah, and guess what else my nana said? Because I, I was there. That was the last time I went there. She denied climate change. This time, <laughs> yeah. she this week, she said I she doesn't like the women's AFL. Oh, why? She thinks they pull each other's hair. And she doesn't <laughs> think it's good that they play footy. She thinks they should just leave it alone. But she's like, you know. We, believe me, there was some pushback. I said, they sh- it's good. You should give it a while. You should watch it. And also, Aaron Phillips... Who plays in that league? Yeah, and is so good at footy. I, when I was a kid, I used to play against her in basketball, and she was a serious hooper. <laughs> like, so I know firsthand how like how good these people are at sport. You know what I mean? So she was she was a killer basketball player. Like she was killing us when we were kids. So um, there we go. That's why. That's like. A, uh, that's one of the reasons I love the league. I, I know how good Aaron Phillips really is. You need to get your nana up against Aaron Phillips and then maybe she'll see eye to eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not sure how that'll go down. This is Shoutouts on Sneak Up. A time to get our fingers on the pulse. 
Um, so we've got this section on the show which is called shout outs, yeah. uh, which is basically we give our guests like a chance to plug someone that they're really liking at the moment. Okay. So whether that's a musician that you're really digging, um, maybe an artist, anything. The floor is all yours. Hmm. Okay. What's a good... All right. What about my friend's band, Mining Boom? My friend Paul, he's from Perth and uh, he's, his band is called Mining Boom and he's been chilling for like years actually, mm. not really doing anything, but he's coming out with music soon. And I think he's like one of the greatest songwriters, and he's just a really poetic dude. What else? My friend Coco Star. I'm trying to think of her Instagram. Coco Star Sims. She does. She's done some of my art. Have I got my light on? Yeah, I've got your light on. Yeah. Draining my fucking battery. <laughs> um, she's done my art on some songs, and she's gonna do some art for me coming out. And I think she's a good visual artist. And visual artists get the fucking short end of the stick, don't they? Mm. Um, where's the thing? Coco. I shouldn't be on my phone today. No, that's cool. Her I like Instagram's the, I like the her Instagram's f fucking Coco f k n Coco. She's like a really good visual artist. So shout out Coco. Cool, great. We sure to check them out. This is Solomon's on Sneaker, the only place for chats about what our guests are loving on their feet. So, all day, welcome to Soulmates. Thank you. <laughs> what are you wearing at the moment? <laughs> I'm wearing my vegan docks at the moment. Can we lift them up into frame, perhaps? I know that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. There we go. Is this in frame? <laughs> <laughs> and why do you like wearing docks? Is that more your style? It's not a very hip-hop shoe. It's not? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. I, I don't know why, because it, I suppose, um, you know, it's uh, it represents me as a 2012 Tumblr girl that I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool style. I always got down on that. That's kind of my thing. 2012 Tumblr 15 year old. Cool. That whole nostalgia as well. That's, yeah, that's my <laughs> Cool, man. So, my final question is, um, what's next for the All Day Project? What's happening for you like in the next five years? Have you got like a plan, a goal? A five-year plan? Um, I'm hoping to use my, the skills I've been slowly building and in five years' time, I hope that I've made a bunch of songs that are way better than any song I've ever made so far. And when I have uh, all those songs out there, I'll be happy. That's that. <laughs> maybe, or maybe I won't be happy. But I think the journey is fun. And that's the main thing. That's the plan. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks, man. So, you're playing Splendor, and you've got a tour. Where can people check that out? You can buy tickets to the tour. <laughs> alldaytunes.com it's cool. gonna be good thanks right, man thank really you. good having you on the show thank you so there it is another episode of Sneak Up as Alday mentioned be sure to jump on to alldaytunes.com.au for tickets to his upcoming tour and keep an ear out for his new album Starry Nights Over the Phone which is dropping on July 12th to keep up to date on everything he's doing be sure to hit him up on the gram at alldaychubbyboy and while you're there why not chuck a follow to Platypus at platypus underscore sneakers and pedestrian tv at pedestrian tv to stay in the loop on all things Sneak Up, be sure to subscribe to the Pedestrian Podcast Network. I'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, keep it sneaky.